I watched how women learned from each other and what it did, what it did for them, but not just, these were nothing about business plan. It was all about these skills that women need that made them, these women became famous because of certain skills. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Sylvia Scott of Girls CEO Connection. Sylvia, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Great. It's great to be on your show too. Before we jumped into everything, I want to read a little bit more about Sylvia okay. so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Sylvia is the founder and CEO of Girls CEO Connection, which she launched in 2009. Her passion is to help high school girls build bright and fulfilling self-sufficient futures. She wants to see independent thinking cultivated within a global community of young female entrepreneurs. Her goal for the Girls CEO Connection is to equip and motivate the girls with skills, and traits of accomplished women entrepreneurs. Sylvia's personal commitment is to expand opportunities for them within entrepreneurship. And Sylvia is an ambassador for Women's Entrepreneurship Day. From 2016 to 2020, she was an e-mentor for Afghan women entrepreneurs enrolled in the Institute for Economic Empowerment of Women's Peace through Business Program. She's also a business counselor with the Coachella Valley Women's Business Center. And like I mentioned, she's contributed numerous times on our CEO Blog Nation site and other other platforms as well too. So Sylvia, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I sure am. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's do it. Then. <laughs> there we go. Practice okay. makes perfect. So uh, <laughs> to try to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. I guess it was back in the 90s, like 97. I read the book, Reviving Ophelia. It really made me see what was going on in the world with starting like, well, I was doing some volunteer eighth graders, teaching them how to do a fundraiser. And I really saw it. And I really saw how teenage girls, what was going on in their lives. And I wanted to do something to empower them. And I would do whatever I could. And then I worked in New York City after 9-11 with this large conference series. Actually, it was the Women's Leadership Exchange. And I was the conference manager. And I met these incredible women from all over the country that were excelling in their business, fast growth businesses. But then other women would come to the conference that wanted to learn from them. I watched how women learned from each other and what it did, what it did for them, but not just, these were nothing about business plan. It was all about these skills that women need that made them, these women became famous because of certain skills. Girl CEO Connection actually started as a conference called Realizing a Vision, Your Toolkit for Success. It was a conference in Southern California. And one of my advisory board members said, well, you can't just do a business as a conference. Because it takes, you know, you're getting sponsors. That's a lot. I used to create five conferences in one year. So then he helped me, one of them, create what was called the Girls CEO Connection, which is Girls Creating Enterprising Organization. And... Then it just started growing. Girls that went to the conference wanted to help. We went to Stanford for a conference and I met a professor who said, this is great. 
but um, you need to, William Damon was his name, you need to have mentoring. And I thought, okay, well, this business now needs to be more solid. And so I took it from there. And I had a, a advisory team of girls from Southern California, six girls, very different backgrounds. They didn't even know each other at first. And they started working with me on it to grow it and decide what would be good. Let's do younger interviews, younger women to interview, just move it on that way. And start looking for younger women as entrepreneurs. Nothing wrong with older, they like that. We just started looking more towards role models for younger women entrepreneurs. That's where, that's what's going on. That's what happened. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that so much. And I, I think so many times when we look at business, you know, even as you alluded to, you know, we think of, you know, financials, you think of marketing and all those things, but we sometimes forget about that human piece. And like you said, the growth that you saw and kind of the experience that just sounds like the young women and sounds like the people that were even involved kind of went through. I, I love that you kind of started it out as a conference and how it's kind of progressed from there and added the mentoring and all those awesome things. I think uh, we, we sometimes forget about the growth that we get from running our business or being even involved in experiences like that. So I appreciate you so much for, for doing that. I know you touched a little bit upon, you know, how you're working with your the young women. Could you take us through a little bit more on the, the business, how that works? And then a little bit more, too, about your book and what we can look forward to there. Okay. Well, with the girls, I started out with a teen board, like for teenage girls. And then we changed it to young women advisors. Now it's young women ambassadors. Now, those specific girls can be for anywhere in high school between the ages of 14 and 18. Usually they're sophomores. They come on as an ambassador and they actually help me decide what to be done, what's going to be happen. You know, what kind of interviews do we want to do? Video interviews with women on who do we want to interview? And I let them, I want them to do the interviewing because what happens then is they learn how to speak on camera, but they also learn how to speak to people they don't know. And they have told me that that aspect of the videos and interviewing people on a video made a world of difference. They felt like they could just stand up and talk to anybody. They could stand up and talk to people because they may get to talk to the person a few minutes beforehand. And they learn. They have to learn everything about what's going on with that person. And then they may get to talk to them in advance. They may not. So that's one aspect of it. When I was doing the conferences, which I'll be doing again, they help me decide, well, who do we want? Who, who are the role models we want to be as, um, on the entrepreneurial side of it? And what do we want them talking about specifically under those topics of passion, vision? How do we want to put this together and to help promote it, of course? And then we have um, for the program, um, I have a coaching program called uh, Communicating to Connect to realize your vision, and it's for high school girls, and a mentoring, which I've done a lot of the mentoring, but I've got other women entrepreneurs who want to be mentors, and the girls just have to let me, girls just have to let me know. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I appreciate you so much in hearing like the stories of the impact that you're actually making. And then of course, hearing the progression as well too, through the years, I imagine of the young women being able to kind of see them blossom and grow and, and to make that impact themselves. So what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? This could be for yourself individually or the organization or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I'm very, well, for me, 
people have always said I'm very eclectic. You can't come to my house for a dinner party and see the same people. None of them are from the same background. I always had involved with different types of people. And I just believe in that. I don't even think about it. I don't, I don't think about it. I would also say I'm somebody that's known as a connector and a maximizer. And I'd rather be connecting people. And that's what makes me unique. Yes, networking, but that's not, I'm a connector. And I like to bring people together. And I don't care if it ever helps me at all. And I think that's, that's the same. You know, with the, what makes the business unique is that we're reaching to girls all over, no demographics. I don't care where they come from, between the ages of 14 and 18. And in, in, Encouraging them about entrepreneurship, not just about STEM, not just about, you know, these specific things, but about being an entrepreneur, but learning all these skills and putting them to use now and getting them involved. We want to be maximizing the potential of high school girls in reaching their visions and not the vision of somebody else so that they're reaching their own visions. Nice. No, I absolutely love that. And especially as you talked about like those communication skills and how that bleeds into the self-confidence and the ability to kind of see things. I think those are foundational skills that you can see, you know, throughout someone's life, you know, as they go on. I love that you're, you know, planting those seeds. And and of course, I love that connection piece because I think there's a, a time and place, of course, for, you know, networking and getting to know people, knowing people's name and their email address and their phone number, but actually getting that opportunity to really connect people on a deep level. I love that that's part of of who you are and what it is that you can do, you're doing, you can definitely hear within the organization as well. So absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Okay, it's two books that I think really make a difference and made a difference to me. Um, I mean, I've read a lot of books, John Maxwell, everybody, you know, as much as I can. But I think you really need to know yourself as a CEO. So what's really set me thinking about different things as the time goes on is Marcus Buckingham's book, Now Discover Your Strengths, and then The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell to know, are you a connector, a maven, or a salesperson? And that's where I realized I'm a connector. And in all ways, as well as in knowing your strengths, I, um, yes, I take in a lot of input, a lot of ideas, but I'm a maximizer. I'd like to take something that's there and make it extraordinary, exemplary. Yes. No, I, I appreciate you so much in sharing both of those books. And I feel like we're definitely kind of like-minded in, in that way as well. And I think that knowledge of you know self is one of the most powerful things that you can kind of learn and to kind of cultivate. But I, I love you know how you talked about even leaning into that. Because I often say like, if you run your own race, you can't lose. And I think so many times we can you know start peeking over to someone's el- someone else's lane and start trying to run their race or start you know seeing that they're doing something that we want to try to do. And we lose the essence of who we are. We lose like our right. maximizer within us or our connector within us or whatever it is that it ends up being that makes us who we are part of our secret sauce. So I love um, those two books because it helps guide you there. But I love to, and how you, you mentioned like maybe even leaning more into that might've, you know, uh, been, you know, a lot, probably a little bit less of a headache and heartburn, I guess. 
Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Yes. So uh, I wanted to ask you now, you might have already touched on this, uh, but I call it a, a CEO nugget. This is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or somebody you work with, or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Now, to tell my younger self, it would be something I read to my dad used to say this to your mother. In your own school, they told you to say you talk too much. John Maxwell has a saying that, you know, you can't learn anything, basically, it's what he's saying. Listen, you're learning more when you listen, because when you're talking, you're not learning. So you're not learning when you're doing all the talking. So listening is one of the most important communication skills, as well as when you're in business, perseverance, perseverance. You can walk up to an, you can run into an obstacle at any time in business. You go under it, you go over it. You might be able to go through it, but you know, sometimes when I was out walking at times in one area, this they put up these wires all at once. And I thought, well, you're, that's in my path. Well, sometimes I walked underneath through the wires. It was an obstacle for other people, but for me, I could either step over it, go through it, try to go all the way around. But you just have to keep persevering to reach your vision. That's what you want. It's your vision. You want to be persevering to reach your vision. Vision. Nice. I absolutely love both of those nuggets. And I know that's something that you mentioned that you uh, you mentioned in your book as well, too, which I'm super excited mm-hmm. about. Good. Thank you. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So um, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And uh, we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. And I know we talked about this a little bit. So, Sylvia, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO to me means, and I've been around a lot of CEOs, and they are not role models. <laughs> they say they're CEOs. They're not somebody I really want to follow. I have to follow them. I mean, they're not CEO, they're not role models. For me, being a CEO is a leader, is a role model, but is also the visionary. And I think in those three elements, because that C- the CEO is the one that needs to be able to engage and empower and motivate the entire team. You know, whether it's a business or you consider your your own CEO. You know, in my book, I say with branding, now you are the CEO of your life. Look at, consider yourself that. And you've got to look at, you know, how are you going to motivate yourself, engage yourself, you know, empower, empower yourself, but to keep going towards your vision And as a CEO of a business, there's a vision, there's goals that need to be reached. And the CEO also needs to be the role model where people will want to follow the leader. Yeah, I appreciate you so much in sharing it because I think, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, you actually step into and walk into those shoes, so to speak. And I love the the leader, the visionary and that role model piece. Truly appreciate that definition. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they could get hold of you, get a copy of your book, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. The website is girlsceoconnection.com. And my email's on that and the phone number's on that. So you can email me. It's Sylvia at girlceoconnection.com. And then the phone number's on the contact sheet on the website. And then I, I think what I'd like to say is if you have young people in your life, you want them to be a certain way. Just let them 
think about if they want to try being an entrepreneur, let them try. Well, no, I, I appreciate that. And we will definitely have, again, the links and information in the show notes. Appreciate you for reminding us of that. And, and of course, that last piece as well, too, I think it's so powerful. Thank you so much for doing that. Of course, taking some time out today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you, Christian. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.